Hello, God's beloved. Do you have a plan for making 2019 the year of rediscovering God and knowing Him and Him alone as enough? How are you going to accomplish this? Let's have that conversation. Is there a smart way of doing it? Stay tuned. Hello, God's beloved. I pray that all is well and um, you're having an awesome day. We are here at uh, February 1st. I know at the beginning of the year, I spoke to you about rediscovering God and knowing Him and Him alone as enough and that we were going to uh, do that this year, begin to focus in on God and rediscovering Him in the process of rediscovering Him. I think we will rediscover ourselves. But I want to know how has it been in January, how has it been? How have you been doing with rediscovering God and being in His presence? How have you been doing with knowing Him and Him alone as enough and not um, looking outside of who He is for your needs, your wants, your validation? We have to begin to walk in a way that we know that God is enough and He takes precedence in our lives. So, what we want to do is to begin to um, just be smart about what we're doing. You know, we're going to use the smart plan. I mean, we don't want to take God for granted because we know that He is loving and patient and full of grace. Um, with um with the demands of life and our homes and ministry and school and church and business and like just everything that we have to do we don't want god to be the lowest thing on the totem pole so this is why we want to um begin to build that relationship with him and we don't want our relationship to dry up and be uh lackluster uh and and we don't want to just begin to drift away from him and seem like as if you know god is not there and and when it's is it if it's feeling like you know you're lackluster in your relationship and he's not there it's because we're not really going in his presence and there is a way, and, um, and I'm not just saying you have to follow a formula, but we have to uh, begin to plan out uh, and be intentional about what we're doing. And so we're going to do that in a smart way, in the smart way. And when I come back and I'll begin to speak with you about that smart way. deceived us with his weapons of deception. And, and, and he has us thinking that our battle is against our neighbor, our boss, that person that gets on your everlasting nerve. But you know what? We need to tell that person to just step aside. Tell your neighbor, tell expert, move aside, move aside. We need to forget about that person, move aside, and see this fight for what it really is. A fight against our flesh, against our mindset, our way of thinking, and against the enemy that influences our flesh, our mindset, and our way of thinking. Amen? Amen. Wow, that was a snippet from a message that I brought. Listen, if you want to get in contact with me, you can contact me at ahavaministrywa at gmail.com. That's A-H-A-V-A-H 
ministry wa at gmail.com just get in contact with me and let me know how you are enjoying the broadcast i really you know what i just want to take this time to let you know how much i appreciate my listening audience you know your time your effort and um your listening ear is really appreciated i appreciate every last one of you who take the time to listen to i have a ministries I love moment and you know what I pray that you are enjoying the program today and let's get right back to it so let me just say this right off the bat I'm not saying that we don't have a relationship with God or you don't have a relationship with God When we were saved, became followers of Jesus, right away we entered into a relationship with him. But how many of you know that you can be in a relationship with someone and not really have a intimate relationship with them and not know them intimately? So, you know, think about this. We are... A lot of us are concerned about our relationships with our spouses, you know, our children, relatives, friends, and even our neighbors. And when we find that relationship is not on the path that we desire for it to be, we don't just let it drift off the road and run into something. No, we get it back on track. Think about this analogy. Think about the analogy of driving a car and perhaps you, you know, you were sleepy and you nodded off and all of a sudden you awaken to find yourself about to hit a pole. So do you just look at the pole and just keep driving into the pole? No, you wouldn't do that. Now that you've come to yourself, now that you are aware of what you're doing, you steer the vehicle back on the road, back on the right path. And you you either pull to the wheel to the left or you're going to pull it to the right. Either way, you're going to get back on the road. It's going to require some pulling and you're going to pull it back on track. Well, I mean, just like your relationship with anybody, particularly the subject that we're talking about today, our relationship with God, if that relationship seems cold, if you find yourself saying, God, where are you? And you don't understand the silence because there, I mean, you know, there is a reason. There is a reason at times why there is silence. And, and and why nothing is being said. It, it is it is nothing to do with God not being there though. It has nothing to do with that. But you have to know that um, to be in an intimate, close relationship with God, with Him, um, that that there is a process of things that we need to do and I'm just not talking about a formula or a step but there is a process it's things that you have to do it like you would do with any relationship um so in order to know this and to know the reason why there is silence we're gonna have to get in his presence right but 
anyway, if you find yourself not interested in being in prayer, reading your Bible, meditating on his word, sitting at his feet, sitting in his presence, being around a uh, fellowship of believers who want to and interested in doing the same thing as you are interested in, or you find yourself busy doing ministry or serving, whereas um, not only do you not have time to do these things, but you don't even feel like doing them anymore. And and even though you're even though you're um, busy doing church stuff, it still seems like your relationship with God is just drifting. And this only means one thing. We've gotten off the path. We've, we've steered the vehicle or the relationship off the road somehow. And it just takes us um, just pulling it back, pulling it back on track. And um, if we would take an evaluation, we would discover that some of us have fallen asleep on God. We have. And our relationship with him has run off the road. And some have even hit the pole. But, you know, no worries. This is what we're, this is about today. We're going to um, just get back on the road. We don't want to worry about that. That is in the past. Because God has this overflowing grace, you know, <laughs> and you are fully covered. You got you got full coverage with his grace through the blood of Jesus Christ. And, and we're going to get it right, you know. So we're going to start setting the SMART goals. Um, and um, so setting the SMART goals that we're getting ready to talk about will give us the tools to pull, to steer, to guide with the help of the Holy Spirit, this precious relationship with God um, that he, now he longs for this relationship that he so longs for back on the road to success. And that's what we're desiring to do. And that's what our plan is. And that is what our intentions are. You know, and now it's going to take a little pulling. It's going to take some pulling. You know, it, it, your natural body, your natural human nature and your mindset, your habits um, and the way you think and your comfort zone is not going to want you to um, pull that back on the wrong, right on the on the right road. But, um, you know, we're, we're going to get there. And I warn you, I'm warning you now, it's going to be a fight. It's not going to, um, it's not going to be easy a lot of time. I mean, because you're not going to want to do it. But it can be done. It's doable. With some stick to itness, it can be done. So let's get into um, the mechanics of how we're going to work out this SMART goal into our relationship, into our intimacy with God. So what are SMART goals? SMART goals help improve achievement and success. A SMART goal clarifies exactly what is expected 
and the measures used to determine if the goal is achieved and successfully completed. So SMART, S-M-A-R-T, is the acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, or rewarding, and timely. So for example, here's how we would set a SMART goal for rediscovering God, which basically is coming back to being in an um, intimate relationship with Him, um, intentional about developing that relationship with Him, loving on Him. Say for instance, um, your statement is, I will read scripture I will pray and I will declare the word of God. We're going to start with the S, which is specific, like I said, and we want to be strategic. Um, we want to uh, state exactly what we want to accomplish. We want to be clear about our statement and what we want to do. You know, our goal should answer the question, what, how, when, where, why, and who. And let's talk about the what in um, our goal with building our relationship and with God. So what do we want to do? So we want to read scripture, right? That is our what. And we want to pray. That is another what we want to do. And we want to declare so those are then very specific on what you want to do. You're clear about it. You want to read scripture. You want to pray. And you want to declare. Um, so we're going into the M, the measurable part of the um, goal. Um, so, you know, your, your goals, the steps that are needed to meet um, your goal and our goal that we're setting can be measured and that should answer the question of how. So how are you going to do this? And your goal should answer that your measurable part should be how much and how often. And this will help you measure your progress towards your goal. Um, so first of all, how? How am I going to do this? You know, you can set a reminder and, and that can tell you you know, each time that reminder go off, you know that you have to go ahead and read your scripture. You have to declare the word of God and, you know, you have to pray. So, and then how much are you going to do that? So the how, the measurable part, are you going to do it daily, right? So that's giving you some measurements. You got to write down that I'm going to do these things and I'm going, I'm going to do them daily. So then you're going to ask yourself, well, is this attainable? The A and the SMART. Um, you want to set goals that are down to earth. You don't want to just say, like, I'm going to do this every day for five hours. I'm going to read scripture and I'm going to read like five books. I mean, that is not measurable. So you want to keep it in little increments so you can, um, so it can be attainable. If you set a goal that is attainable, something that you're able to reach, something that you're able to, um, you're going to be able to complete in a um, precise amount of time, 
um, it's going to be, it's going to make sense and it's going to be more doable and it's going to give you that stick to itness. You're going to want to do it. So choose those goals that are achievable and those goals that, you know, that, that makes sense. The R in our smart goal planning and our smart relationship that we're developing with God is relevant or rewarding. Um, does this matter to you? If you think your goal is worthwhile, then you will be more likely to succeed. Is this something right for you at this time? You can think about that. I mean, is it a right time for you to be developing a relationship with God right now? Think about that. Is it relevant? You know, I'm I'm not going to answer the question, but is it the right time for you to be doing this in your life? Do you think you need this in your life right now to be developing that intimate relationship with Him? The goal that you make and the goal and plan that we make should make us feel a sense of accomplishment when we've achieved it. So when we spent that time with God, when we've been in His presence, when we've read um, the scripture, when we've um, prayed and when we declared, how are we feeling after that? Do we feel a sense of accomplishment? Like, oh, I did it. Oh, I feel more closer to God. And that's what we're trying to accomplish, you know, feeling that intimacy with Him, drawing nearer to Him. So, is this goal, what we're trying to do, is it relevant? Is it, is it, are you going to feel a sense of accomplishment once you've um, done your goal? Your goal should be set by you and not by anyone else. I mean, because you are responsible for re- achieving this goal. We can set all these plans um, to get us to where we want to go. We, but we are ultimately the one who's responsible to achieve this. You know, no one is going to make us do it. Not even God. He won't even make us do it. He'll sit back and he'll wait. He'll wait till you're ready. But we will be so much further in the things that God wants us to do if we right away build that relationship. And why am I talking about building relationship and intimacy with him? Um, and God, and let me say this too, God is always close to us. He's always near. It's, it's us who has uh, pulled away. So don't think that he's far and he's far away and he's gone and he's not there. God, lo, I am with you always. He's always here. But the thing of it is, we have moved the mark. We have moved back and away. So, um, so we're responsible. We're responsible to get back in there, get that relationship back going. And because God will speak to us and tell us so much about ourselves, about what he wants us to do. And I mean, that's how you're going to get this wisdom of what he has planned or find out the plan that he has for your life is by listening and talking to him, getting in a relationship with him because so he can speak to you and tell you what he wants you, you to do, uh, tell you the plan for your life. 
so okay let's let's move on from there we're going to go to the t the last one in the acronym and that is timely and you want to give yourself a time frame to reach your goals um you may set a short-term goal or it may be a long-term goal. I mean, a short-term goal can be like a week. I'm going to give myself a week. And we don't even have to stretch it out to a week. You can stretch it out to three days. I'm going to give myself three days and see how I do in three days with my reading my scripture, with my praying, and with declaring the word of God. Give it three consecutive days and see um, how you will feel and how the relationship is developing just in those three days and then you can set it for a long-term goal and ultimately we want this to become a daily habit something that you know it pulls us to and let me tell you once you start doing this once you start doing this it won't be a pull anymore as far as you grudgingly and trying to make yourself go and do this what would happen your your spirit will begin to pull you instead of you pulling and, and trying to make yourself do it the spirit your spirit within you will begin to pull you to it, it i mean it's automatic it's it won't it won't be you trying to force something it will be something that just automatically happened and you feel like oh i want to do this i'm i'm being pulled to the scriptures. I'm being pulled to declare the word of God. I'm being pulled to pray. I'm being pulled to have this intimate relationship with God, this intimate talk, this closet talk, as I call it, with my father. I mean, the relationship will totally turn, turn. I mean, you, I mean, endearing names, you begin to call him. I mean, it won't just be God and there's nothing wrong with just saying God, but it the relationship would change. I mean, your your intimacy and your talking together and your speech of one another, it would just uh, change, automatically change. So I hope this has helped you. And um, so I've uh, got this uh, content. This is some content that I've gathered from the Peter Drecker's um, principle. And I thought that that would be a great help to not only myself, it would be a great help to you. And we want to go ahead and try to do these SMART goals and see if our January didn't work well. Let's see with us implementing this how it's going to change for us. And I think that it will tremendously. So remember SMART, S-M-A-R-T, is specific measurable, attainable, relevant, or rewarding, and timely. You know, um, I just love this statement that my pastor often says, says, she says, God is not trying to take anything from you. He's trying to get something to you. And that is so true. God wants you to have him to the full measure, to the overflow. He's not holding himself back. He wants to give you all of him. And we all have a measure of, of the spirit and a measure of knowledge, but we want to have the full um, 
measure that he desires to give us and we can only get that by being in his presence and i just love this statement that i read it says you will never find the peace your soul longs for until god becomes your number one goal anything else pales in comparison there's nothing compared to god there's nothing compared to having that intimate relationship with him so there you go now we have some starter tools to implement in our lives to um, help our relationship to grow our relationship to um, have that intimacy with God and I, I believe it's going to be great it's going to be great I believe in you I know you can do it I'm looking forward to the great testimonies that I I'm going to hear now if you want to get in contact with me contact me at Ahava Ministry W A at gmail.com that's A-H-A-V-A-H ministry at gmail.com and drop me a note and let me know how this is working for you for the month of February, how your um, relationship is drawing closer and closer to God, how that intimacy is getting better and better because I'm looking for great testimonies um, to come out of this and also drop me a note to let me know what else you would like to hear on this subject. If you want me to talk more about fasting, more about praying, just drop me a note and um, I'll will certainly get that information out to you and also let me know how I'm doing I would love to hear from you to give me a word of encouragement and let me know what I can do better I will accept that as well so you go and have an amazing day and may the peace of God be with you always rest in Jesus